You're listening to The Souvenir Shop, a podcast about random objects from the past. Number 14. The Salami. A yellowing letter from the Ministry of Agriculture, dated the 28th of July, 1993. If you've never been to New York City, you should. In fact, given the chance, everyone should. The great thing about New York is how incredibly New York-y it is. By that I mean that, to an outsider, it's like a giant three-dimensional film set where any moment you expect to see a 1960s Jack Lemmon turn the corner holding a briefcase and looking anxious, or a 1970s Dustin Hoffman jogging past you in Central Park. And nowhere is the city's New Yorkiness more apparent than at Katz's Delicatessen on Houston Street. You might think you know nothing about Katz's, but you do, I can assure you. It's the Jewish restaurant on Lower East Side where Meg Ryan faked an orgasm and the old lady told the waiter, I'll have what she's having. In the middle of the main dining area of Katz's hangs a sign advertising their international delivery service. Send a salami to your boy in the army. In 1993, my brother John was an occasional correspondent for the BBC's holiday programme. In one episode, he covered New York, which meant staying at the Pennsylvania Hotel, with its Glenn Miller phone number, Pennsylvania 65000, interviewing Telly Savalis, and playing his alto saxophone, atop the Empire State Building, even though his ear for music was always more Lester Piggott than Lester Young. When he visited Katz's, he ordered a large salami to be delivered to our parents. A month later, my father received an official-looking letter. Dear Mr Diamond, A delivery to your address was attempted from the United States in contravention of the Ministry of Agriculture, Fisheries and Food Directive, Section R4-108, brackets, Prepared and Processed Meat Product Importation, close brackets. The aforementioned meat product, a salami sausage, was intervened and directed to our Customs and Excise station in Peterborough, where it was destroyed. Yours, etc., Dad was pretty sure that the aforementioned meat products diversion was to the Peterborough's accounts office, where it was destroyed with mustard between slices of hovis. For now, my parents would have to continue making do with the homegrown Gilbert's kosher salami available in the South Woodford branch of Waitrose. We fast forward to June 2001. By now, John, along with the BBC's holiday programme and its presenter Jill Dando, were sadly no more. My friend Mike and I went to New York as a cheering-up exercise for me a few months after John's death, and everything I said about the 3D film set came true sooner than expected. Not knowing the subway system, we mistakenly took the A-train, which sped us past our 94th Street stop and took us as the Duke Ellington song promised, on the quickest way to Harlem. Consequently, my first view of Manhattan consisted of the following, meticulously arranged by central casting as our welcome to the Big Apple. Two youths with portable sound system breakdancing on the pavement. 
three elderly men in pork pie hats loudly playing gin and rummy outside a barber shop on the corner of 125th and Broadway. Steam coming up through the air vents in the pavement. A police car making the familiar gadung sound as it went over a pothole. A lonesome train making its way along that viaduct you always see in documentaries about the Cotton Club. All that was missing was a besuited blind man in a rocking chair playing a harmonica. We did the usual tourist stuff. The Empire State, the Twin Towers a few months before 9-11, a Broadway musical, but what we mostly did was eat. The Key West Diner on Broadway for breakfast, John's Pizzeria on Times Square for dinner, and in between there were hot dogs, Yona Schimmel's Knishery, don't ask, and Katz's for a late lunch. After ordering two portions of pastrami on rye with fries large enough to cater an entire bar mitzvah, I had an idea. Knowing of John's failure to get a salami from Katz's to our parents, I would make it my mission to finish the job manually. So I went to the takeaway desk and bought a large premium salami. Mum and Dad would love this, I knew they would. With some effort we cleared our plates and I picked up the tab for both of us which is where I ran into difficulties. On the way into Katz's, all diners pick up a ticket which they hand in on leaving. I need your friend's ticket, said the woman at the cash desk. It's okay, I said. I'm paying for both of us. I don't care. I need his ticket. This was annoying. But it was also great because I was now starring in my very own episode of Seinfeld. So are you not going to let me pay? I asked, happy to affect the role of George Costanza. I need his ticket. I told you, I don't have it, but I'm paying for both of us. And it continued. Meanwhile, Mike was now in conversation with the enormous bouncer guarding the entrance door behind me. You guys from England? We're here from London for the weekend. Ever hear of a place called Leightonstone? Yes, I lived near there a couple of years ago. Oh man, sighed the bouncer, those Leighton Stone women are hot. Back at the hotel, I placed the salami in the inside pocket of my suitcase, wrapped in a t-shirt. During the return journey, I became as obsessed and nervous about being discovered contravening British prepared meat product importation laws as if I were carrying several kilos of cocaine. But nothing happened. It didn't show up at check-in, and I walked through the green door at Heathrow Customs without incident. Two days later, I delivered the salami to my parents. Mission accomplished. And a week after that, I called Mum. How was it? How was what? The salami, the bush I dropped round there. Ah, thanks for bringing it back, but it was horrible. Like eating an old tyre. Oh, no, you weren't to know, and it was very sweet of you. I'd have expected better from Katz's, though, because everyone says how great they are. Is there any left? No, we threw it away, said Mum, and I sent Dad out to buy a Gilbert's one from Waitrose. Much nicer. That was The Salami, written and read by Matthew Diamond. If you enjoyed this, then please hit like and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts, and maybe tell your friends. 
and I'll see you next time.